Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On today's episode, I wanna answer the question, what is the best way to market your product or service? So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I wanna help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So marketing, that's the lifeblood of basically what we do. So whether you define it as sales, or traffic, or promotion, or advertising, or whatever you define it as, the reality of it is it all boils down to the same thing. And that is we have to have the ability to market what we have so we're able to generate prospects and customers for whatever it is that we're selling. And there are a variety of different models based on how you want to go about marketing your product in the most effective way. And so some of it comes down to personal choice and some of it comes down to fit for the advertising or marketing model. So depending on whether or not you have an offline sort of brick and mortar business or whether you have a digital business with info products or somewhere in between, there will be some variance in the way that you do it. Obviously, if you have a local presence, then you want all of your focus to be on local marketing. But I want to take it sort of a step removed from that and not focus on the geography of the marketing, but rather sort of the strategy that goes around how you decide to market your product. So let's take a quick look at some of the various ways that people can do it. So from the very simple sort of old school ways, you have everything from running advertisements in newspapers or magazines or on the radio or television. Obviously, there's a huge variance in budget based on what you're trying to do and sophistication. And also in terms of what your impact is going to be. You have outdoor advertising, things like billboards even, right? And those are all sort of, when I say old school, I just mean they've been around for a long time. So those are all ways that everybody's familiar with and they're not sort of too new, new agey. I mean, people, if anything, are leaning away toward that, from that stuff. But the reality of it is it still works, and if it didn't, they wouldn't be offering it. So there's still potentially a a market for that, but it really depends on what your business is. Now, if we shift more to sort of the online type of things, because a lot of things, even um, old school brick and mortar businesses, a lot of times are selling the vast majority of their stuff, or at least generating a lot of prospects through online means. And so one of the models, um, model that I'm familiar with a lot, is the affiliate marketing model, where basically you don't pay for any advertising, you don't pay for any promotion, but you basically get other people to promote for you. And as a result, they get a percentage of what they sell. So there's that model. Then you also have paid advertising models like Facebook or Google Ads. And you also have SEO, search engine optimization. And you also have public relations or PR and basically any other kind of organic marketing where you're trying to, you know, social media marketing, not from an advertising perspective, but more from a branding, you're trying to build up 
sort of your credibility in the marketplace. So what is the right method for you? What is the right method for your business? Well, if you take a look at it from the perspective of, first off, if we take these one at a time. So if you don't have a large budget for proactive advertising, if you don't have the ability to engage in some float where you put money out there and it may be a couple of weeks or a couple of months before you get anything back, you probably want to cross television advertising, magazine advertising, radio, those kinds of things off the list. They're going to run you a significant amount of money, both in production value and also in buying the airspace and time. Now, if you do have a high ticket product or you do have something where you have the ability for that float, you just need to assess whether or not the product or service you have is given well to that kind of audience. So for example, if you're selling a squeegee for a car, that may work really well because it's very simple to explain and it's very easy for a customer to understand the value. If on the other hand, you have a service that requires people to really understand and sort of watch a demo or a walkthrough to sort of get it, unless you're gonna invest in an infomercial, that's never gonna work. Okay, so for most people, that those sorts of advertising methods aren't really gonna be the best. Billboard is a similar type of situation. If it's something like you're selling pools or pool supplies or construction services, billboards can work really well in the local regional area. But if it's something that's more of an online type of a sell, or again, something that isn't obvious from just looking at something while you're driving by on the highway, it's probably not a great fit for that either. You know, medical professionals, um, lawyers, billboards are excellent for all of those kinds of things because most likely you're dealing with a local audience where they can see your billboard, write down your phone number or your name or your website, and then reach out to you. So that transitions us more to the online methods. Now for affiliates, it works really well for info products and high margin sales. In order to get affiliates to promote for you, you have to offer them a pretty significant pay cut for anything that they sell. So if you have something that costs you $900 and it sells for $1,000, affiliate marketing is not going to be a great model for you. You aren't going to be able to give the affiliates enough money for it to make sense. If, on the other hand, you're selling something that is a digital product that costs you whatever to make, but it's almost pure profit for each sale, it's an excellent fit for affiliate marketing because you can give a very high percentage. General rule of thumb is 50% or more. Okay, so you want to be able to generate 50% or more. Affiliate marketing works really well for low ticket because it's usually a high conversion rate and it's low ticket and a lot of affiliates can do that. It also works really well in particular markets. The make money online market, the um, you know digital marketing, any of those kinds of things, traffic generation, social media, advertising, um, any of those sorts of markets work really, really well. Fitness, um, health, diet, weight loss, all of those sorts of markets are very good for information-based products, affiliate-based marketing, because you have a large group of people out there that already have a large list or customer base or subscriber base where if you tap into them, they can just send out a couple emails and make a bunch of sales. 
A good rule of thumb or a good clue for what would work well is if you go to like jvzoo.com, clickbank.com, Commission Junction, any of those sort of online marketplaces and look to see what's selling. And if there are products selling in your niche, you're probably a good fit for it. Benefit of that is you don't have to pay up front. The negative is it could take a little bit of time to build a relationship with affiliates. And obviously you are giving away 50% at least of what each and every sale. If we shift to like Facebook and Google and paid advertising online, that again can be a great match for a number of things, but it's not a good match for others. One of the great things about it is that it's very scalable. So if you get a, an ad campaign that's working, you can scale it up really fast and start making a ton of sales really, really quickly. It also is something that you can get almost instantaneous results on. You can run an ad today and it can start running later today and you can literally start making sales by tonight. The downside is it's, it's a pretty mature technology in this, in the, um, from the perspective of there's a lot of competition. There are a lot of people who have sort of decoded it and figured out how to do it. So they've driven the price up on the average ad. So the downside or the challenge or the requirement to be able to do it is you need to have either a sophisticated back-end funnel where maybe the front-end sale only makes you $20 or it's just a sign-up, but then you have $100 or $500 or $1,000, $2,000 upsells along the way. So your average revenue per customer is high because if it's low, if you're selling a $27 info product, most likely you're going to lose more than you make. You can make sales, but you just won't, you, the, the clicks will cost you more than the sales that you're going to make. But if you have a funnel that can make you three, four, five hundred $500 a customer or more, then it might be a good fit. You can sell relatively sophisticated things because you could do a multi-step funnel where you lead people to like a webinar or you lead people to a you know, an ebook or something that gives them more information or a video that then leads them to the next step, the next step, the next step. So that's the benefit there. Um, the, the scalability also, the drawback with that is you can also, in addition to it being very competitive, you also can get your ad account banned and they could change the rules at any time. So your revenue stream could shut off. If you have an army of affiliates, you're more likely to be able to keep that going, but it takes longer to build. Facebook ads, you can get going right away, but you also could get shut down right away. If you then want to look at more organic things like public relations, public relations is sort of a niche way to market. But if you have the right product and service, it can be an absolute goldmine because it's very underutilized. You can write press releases and there are formulas online for how to do this. And you can submit them to article directories, magazines, and everything else and they'll publish them for you if you have something useful to say. So if you're just creating a product that's gonna make you money and that's really all it does, you're not a great candidate for public relations. But if you have something really cool, you found some way to you know, water your garden once a week and your vegetables grow faster than ever before, that's sort of a scientific breakthrough type news story. If it's something that could be likened to a news story, it works really well for public relations, especially if it has a general um, benefit to the public. 
if it's something that can be perceived as a general benefit other than just a making money scheme, then you're much more likely to get picked up by PR um, syndicates and articles. And that's awesome press and publicity because it also is written by credible sources that don't really stand a lot to gain. So it gives you a lot of objective, credible promotion. And it's surprising how much traffic and sales you can actually get from public relations. If you wanna look at something like SEO or search engine optimization, it's a little bit more of a gray area. It used to be a hot area where people would spend a lot of time on their website, writing articles, doing on-page, off-page optimization, trying to basically rank for keywords. So when people go to Google and they type in, um, you know, organic farming, right, or organic gardening, your article would pop up first, your website would pop up first, they click on you, they come to you, and you make a bunch of sales, and it costs you nothing. So the beautiful thing about SEO is it's literally free. If you have high search engine rankings, you're getting floods of traffic every single day, absolutely free. But in obviously the most profitable markets, it's also the most competitive. So it's very hard to get ranked high. This is best suited for something where it's niche, it's unique, and it's new. Because, or, or it's really, um, it, it's sort of a really up and coming thing where it isn't a well-established market yet. Because in those particular cases, you could rank really high, and as the search volume improves and increases for those, you can really start to gain a lot of free traffic from that. So it costs basically nothing. There's some risk of traffic going away if, if Google changes their algorithm. But if you built it on real, uh, not on black hat techniques, but with real content and real value, then you have a chance to really sustain that and have a ton of traffic coming in for a long time. And then if you want to look at like social media or maybe YouTube um, promotion, not so much from an advertising perspective, but more sort of, um, you know, groundswell campaigns where you're creating articles and videos and posts that all sort of build to your brand and, and build sort of what you're trying to create. That again can be a very valuable thing, but it is a very crowded space. So again, it sort of comes down to the product and service you're offering. That one also comes down to the amount of time that you have to invest. That is a very labor-intensive um, prospect. The, the bar now for quality videos and quality content is pretty high, and you have to be prolific. You have to publish a lot in order to ever get any real traction with that. So that's sort of a, a big overview. And so what you need to do is decide where my product and service fits in and where my best method of marketing and promotion comes in based on all that criteria. You're not limited to one. You can start with one and build to another, build to another, whatever. But my recommendation is that you focus on one thing, master it, or at least get it to a point where it's mature and working, and then move on to add others. If you try to do a little bit of everything, you probably won't be very good at any of them. So focus on the one that really resonates the best, and you think you can get the best return on your investment, whether that be time or money, run with that, get it up and running, and then add other avenues for you. The more avenues you have, the higher your sales are gonna be, and the more safe and dependable you're gonna be from any sort of market forces or algorithm changes or anything else that may affect you.
So that is the best way to market your product and service, no matter what it is that you're marketing, what industry you're in, or where you're physically located. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.